Welcome to Story Talking. Story Talking is a weekly podcast series about creativity and storytelling, and it is exclusive to members of Launchora Storytellers Program. I'm your host, Lakshdatta, the guy who started Launchora, and in every episode, I talk to a new storyteller that we feature here in LSP. We'll talk about creativity, we'll talk about storytelling, and we'll talk about the person behind the stories. This episode, episode one of Story Talking, my guest is Lynn Cornelis. She's 21, lives in Belgium, and is studying to become an elementary school teacher. Now, if you've been on Launchora for a few months, you've probably read one of her stories. She's a fantastic writer. She was featured in the first issue of The Storyteller, Spring 2017, and her story is called To the Silent Ones. She writes about her life, she writes about her struggles with self-harm and depression, and how she found hope, love, and happiness. So here is episode one of Story Talking with Lynn Cornelis. One way, you know, people use Launcher is to just write and talk to each other. But one yeah. of the things that uh, I've really seen people want is uh, to better understand where where stories come from and why yeah. is it that we're inclined to be creative as as human beings. And one of the best ways to do that is to just have these, you know, informal, casual conversations. So people can get a better idea about what you know who you are where does where does creativity you know come from in you why you chose to do this why why you chose to write the things you write and just to you know every week with having a different person in focus it's it's a way to inspire others who may still be figuring out what they want to do or maybe they're hesitant that, you know, I don't think I'm ready. I don't think my story matters. So it's a way to get those people to open up and see that, you know, everyone has insecurities. Everyone has self-doubt. And it's really the only difference between a person and a storyteller is that the storyteller just, you know, decides to tell stories. There isn't really that much of yeah. a difference between the two. You know, one of the things that I really like about uh, what you write about is that you, you're writing to the people who are reading it. You're not writing to the universe. You know, you're writing to the, to the one person who is reading that story right now. And I think that's, that's something that I really relate to. Like when I write, I'm not thinking who is going to read this and how many people are going to read this. I'm just writing to the one person that decided to you know, to launch that story. Like today, about almost 40 to 45% of our users are under 18. And, yeah. you know, and that's when, and I think you started writing a year ago on Launchora, right? It was a yeah, little over a year right. ago. So, yeah. so I think you may have noticed that a lot of the people that, you know, con um, write comments on your story or reading your story are really young girls and I think that's why they really related to what you were writing because you were writing about your teenage years and they were still yeah. you know they were still teenagers and they're they're able to 
even if they're not able to express themselves yet, when they read the stuff you're writing, they kind of get this, you know, aha moment that there's someone who, who feels the way I feel right now. And that's been one of the amazing um, things about having writers like you uh, on the platform because you're writing something so real and honest. One thing I'm really curious about is, can you remember the first ever like memory of of interacting with some sort of a story, like whether it was a a, a book or something your parents told you? Um, I think on on the subject of storytelling, I started with reading poems, and I have a really clear thought about um, a website I used to be on uh, when I was like, I don't know, 14, 15. Yeah. And it's called, uh, I don't, it was, a, it was a, a, a site from the Netherlands yeah. uh, where everyone could post poems and all, and you could post it in every way. So you could post it in a poem kind of way, but also in a telling, a storytelling kind of way. Mm-hmm. And that's actually the first time that I, I think I can remember I got in contact with that because, um, yeah, I, I still think about that site a lot, actually, <laughs> because I used to write on that a lot and I used to read everyone's, not everyone's, but a lot of people's poems yeah. and my sister was on it too. So that was our kind of way of telling stories through poems. And were these poems in, in English or in Dutch or in everything? Yeah, you could choose, uh, but mostly I, I wrote them in, in Dutch. And I remember that my sister used to, uh, used to write them in English. And, but I was, I was 14 and I, I, couldn't, I didn't know English back then. <laughs> so, but I thought it was really cool to write in other, other languages. And I also think that because of that, I started, I started trying to write in English too. So From you didn't know English really back then, or when did you study it then, or get to no. start using it? Well, I honestly, I I learned it by myself through okay. through TV, through the computer, and I think it was like the age I started to know that my sisters and other people wrote poems in in English, and. At first, I didn't write in English, though. But at first, I learned English, of course. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> then I thought it, when I learned English, I hope you still get me yeah, But when I learned English, I learned that it is easier for me because I find it a really beautiful language to express myself in English than in my own language. Really? <laughs> if, yeah, it's true because I all my stories I write on Lashora, except for one maybe, started out in English except yeah. uh, instead of my own language. And you, so even writing English, you just taught yourself by reading. Yeah, just yeah, books? Some, really, because when I got into uh, when uh, in school, you don't get English until I. I think until high school and um, it's really basic in high school 
and I was always the first of my class because I, I learned it through through internet and television and I didn't need subtitles or something. I just learned it from myself. So I don't I just like one time said whoop and <laughs> I, I, I I knew how to speak English. <laughs> I learned English was our in school it was our first language. So we had we had both my native language is Hindi, so we were taught both. And but it, I think oh, yeah. movies and TV shows and books is what really taught me how to write. Like I, like reading English was taught in school, but everything else mm -hmm. I learned by watching movies, like to see how people talk, how they interact, and how people communicate, yeah. how they express themselves. I think it was all through stories. Like that's why I think I was always attracted to to storytelling, just because I was always always watching something or reading something. When was the was the story that you so I, I think if I remember your first story was about your best friend, right? The one you wrote on Launchora. Right? Yeah, that's and I that was the one yeah. that a lot of people read and, and connected with. I remember that. So was that the Yeah. Was that the first thing you had ever written or had you written before that as well? No, I had written before that as well. Um, because you know Tumblr, right? So yes. the blogging yes. sites. Yeah. So I, I when uh, I was sixteen, I had a Tumblr, and I used to write on that too, but just short stuff, not really stories, but just uh, little poems or just really tiny text. Uh, and then the stories I wrote were just for myself. Yeah. And for actually no one else to see. But um, yeah, actually, now that I think about it, I think the first real, real, real story I put out in the world was actually the one about my best friend. I think so, yeah. And I mean, that was not a. I remember when I read it, I was like, oh, this is, this is different. Like, there was, I think that mustn't. You know, so many times you don't get to talk to the people who you read, you know? And that's one of the cool mm -hmm. things about having to be, getting to be a part of Launchora for me is to have people talking to each other after they've read something that person's written. So mm -hmm. I didn't know you when you wrote that story. And, but there was something in the way you were writing that I just felt like, I don't know how, but this person has been able to somehow make me understand what she's going through, you know? So yeah. when you were writing that, did you, like, did, how did you feel when you were writing that? Because it was, it was very personal. Yeah, I was devastated, actually, when I wrote that. I remember, I remember crying when I wrote that, because that's, uh, this is actually the first story I wrote in Dutch first and then translated to English. Okay. Because, uh, so I started writing it in Dutch because um, I was in a really big fight with my best friend and I lost her and I wanted her to know what I was feeling. So I wrote, uh, first I wanted to write directly to her, yeah. but then I thought like, no, that's not going to work. So 
I wrote to someone else out there, but I had no one to share it with. And then I remembered that I uh, I had Laoshora because I already knew the platform. And uh, then I decided that to translate it in English. And then I posted it on Laoshora. But I was I just wanted someone to know because when I had it in Dutch, no, I I had no answer. I couldn't just go to my dad and be like, hey, here, read this. Right. Because that's how I feel. I just wanted someone else, someone that I didn't know yeah. to know like that. And I couldn't do that in Dutch. And that's why I uh, put it on my shore so that maybe someone knew. And then a lot of people knew because they got a lot yeah. of feedback in the story. I was going through your stories um, a few days ago. And I was just seeing that so many times, you know, we like I don't write a lot of personal stuff just because I don't know, actually don't know why. I don't know. I haven't figured that out yet, <laughs> why I don't write about my life. But like I find I just find fiction more comfortable. But yeah. the the thing that I was noticing through your stories and just what you're writing about is that so much of them are is you kind of um sharing how you're feeling in the moment or yeah. it's either that or you're thinking about what you were feeling in a moment that was not you know not desirable like it wasn't the best moment where you're you're thinking back at it and you're reflecting on it today so yeah. one of yeah. the things that i like how does it feel to you when you just look at the things you wrote like, you know, two years ago or a year ago or six months ago. Like, can you still feel like you're still that Lynn? Or is the new Lynn just uh, just has new layers on top and that girl is still there? Yeah, it's like, like I got a lot of layers because yeah. I, I try to avoid who I, I try not to think about who I was. Um, when I was 16, 17, but when I write, I have to think about it. And, but like, for example, the story about Emma, my best friend, I, I maybe read it two times after and then never, I, ne I think never again, <laughs> because I, I don't know if it's weird, but I just don't read it and I know it's there. And I know it's what I felt, but I don't want to read it a year later because yeah. it reminds me of what I felt back then. Right. And I guess somewhere deep in my mind, I, I don't want to be reminded of that. I don't know if that's weird, but... <laughs> no, I, 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 I can understand. I... Um... I have a lot of things that I've written that I'm never going to publish. And just because they are that, that personal and they were just meant for me to, to, you know, I consider writing to be like playing a video game where I'm basically pressing save. Every time I write something, I'm pressing save on my life. Like it's how I'm processing yeah. who I am today. So a lot of times I would read, like I wrote, I've written things that I wrote, let's say, you know, four years ago. 
or two years ago. And I know mm-hmm. it's there. I know I'm not going to publish it. And I know I'm never really going to read it again until like, until yeah. I feel like I'm too far off from who that guy was. And maybe one day I yeah. can use it in a story that I write. Yeah, I get that. Do you see writing as a way of, um, you know, revealing or, or figuring out who you are? Or do you, like, do you want to stay in that way of sharing? Or do you see yourself writing something like more poetry or more fiction, you know, as you go? Well, sometimes I try to change it a bit. Um, for example, um, last year, also last year, I started writing um, with the thought of writing a book. Yeah. And that was all fiction. And I actually never write fiction. Uh, but then I started writing more on Ashora. Yeah. And that was all uh, real, the real me. Yeah. So I stopped writing uh what was supposed to be a book one day and i think it's got like three chapters right now yeah and i want i want to pick it up again but something in me is i i just have to convince myself again to um, start writing fiction again instead of non-fiction if you know what i mean yeah I, um, so I wrote, um, when I started Launcher, I wrote a very long book, which was completely nonfiction. It was just my, it was my two year journey of starting Launcher, you know, like how it went from an idea to being a real place. And when I finished it, I felt really good. I thought, oh, I'm going to do this a lot because up until I had done that, I wasn't writing fiction that much. So, and I didn't really consider myself a writer in any way. I was just trying to share whatever I wrote in college. And, Mm -hmm. but when I finished writing that, it felt like such a heavy thing to let out that I still feel like I'm not ready to go back into writing, writing about myself or the things that I think about or go through. And that's why I kind of, I choose mm-hmm. fiction because to me, it's just, uh, it's a way to take a break from being, being who I am. And then I can just become a version of me through the, whatever character I'm writing. Yeah. So that, that's what attracts me to fiction for now. But, you know, you never know what you're going to be writing a year from now. It's uh, yeah, like the interesting part. The so one yeah, of the one of the fears that I have, and I want to ask you if you feel this way because you you write different stuff than I do, but whenever I'm writing something, I always have this a part of me has this fear that I'm never going to write anything again. Like this is the best thing I've written, and I'm never going <laughs> to be able to do better than this. Have you felt that yeah. in, in what, what you've written so far? Yeah, I I got that with uh my story for the uh the to the silent ones yeah. story. The one I was in the really storyteller. Proud of that. Yeah. yeah, in the storyteller program. I was really proud of that. And um 
actually I I haven't written a lot since then because every time I, I try to write, I was like, no, it's it's not good enough. It has to be better, but I can't get it better. And it's like that. But I try and I try. And I I think that one I still don't think that I I wrote a better story than to the silent ones. But I know that one day, one day I will get the better story. <laughs> I think that's the amazing thing, right? Because when you think that and you're writing something and you're like, oh, it has to be better. When I'm writing something, I'm like, oh, it has to be like, I won't, it won't get better than this. The funny thing is that as soon as I finish writing something, I'm already like, oh, I can't wait to write something else. Like I'm immediately like, yeah. I'm in love with what I'm writing when I'm writing it. And as soon as I'm done, yeah. I press publish. I, I want to be in love with something else. Yeah, me too. So, so that's kind of like the good, the good version of that, of that fear that it's just between you and your mind. And because when people read yeah. what you write, they're not thinking, oh, she, her last story was better. You know, they're just thinking, oh, she said something yeah. that I can relate to. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> when did you feel like what I, what you have to say is something, you know, worth sharing? Like, or is that something that ever popped in your head? Or were you ever worried about people accepting or caring about what you're saying? Yeah, actually, um, because I remember uh, online Shora, at, it was a year ago, I think also, um, the, um, what was it called? Um, there was like, um, my silent society story can you remember yeah. it yeah yeah i like that that you had to write a story about society how write the future was it i think yeah yes we did yeah. that last year yeah yeah indeed so about that and i i decided to write about society and it actually i remember getting your email about all the information about it and i was so excited because I saw society and I thought, oh yeah, this is, I'm going to write to society about the problems of self-harm in, uh, from girls and boys. Yeah. And, but it took me so long. I can remember it. I try, I changed the story like 10 times because every time that I wrote something, I was like, no, no, people don't, don't want to know this and you're yeah. doing it all wrong. And it's not, like it's not worth it to share this with the rest and i got really insecure about that and one day i just um i just started writing again and because i left it for like two weeks and then i started it again and i was like okay this is it i'm just going to ignore all my insecurities and i'm just gonna post it and then i posted it mm -hmm. and it got read and it got popular on Shora. So it's like, yeah, okay, that's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think the, like, what was more, what felt like better, like letting it go and putting it out there? Like, did that feel good on its own? Or was it when people started responding, did you get this feeling like, okay, no, I wasn't, I wasn't wrong about putting this out there? 
yeah i think about then the when people started responding to it because i i still remember it very clearly that like the first two days i think it it got like five weeks and ten weeks yeah. but not really not really a lot and i was like okay people are reading it but i don't know knowing he's saying anything about it so is it good and i had so many insecurities and then one day i woke up and my phone was like Lashora, 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 <laughs> and like, so what? <laughs> so people started recognizing my story, and and I got this rush from whoa, it's actually being read, and people are actually interested in what I wrote, and that was actually, it was actually a really good feeling. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, it's hard to describe how that feels, I guess. When yeah yeah when it's... someone comes and says that you know you wrote what I I feel I think that's one of the things yeah. that people said a lot about what you were writing like you were able to put yeah. into words what I feel and yeah I think that's very important especially for so you know like I don't know if, if you know but almost seventy percent of Launchora is 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 girls and. I think because of writers like you, they feel even safer to talk about what they're going through, whether it's something as, you know, human as just heartbreak or something as serious as, as self-harm and, and depression and wanting to, you know, end your life. I think the the more people feel like they are supported, and the more they're able to find courage through others, the better it is for everyone else who could be going through that and is just is just silent about it themselves. That makes me that makes me think about this thing that, um, like, I rarely write about anything that is super personal or, you know dark at least you know what people would call dark not in a bad way but just going into that part of your life where yeah you don't necessarily want to relive that moment so but you still have you know you especially into the silent ones you went back to when you were you know hurting yourself and you were able to talk about that where did you where do you think that that courage came from to to not only revisit that moment, but to but to put it into perspective in who you are today, and to put a positive, you know, spin on it that this is who I was, and if I wasn't who I was, I wouldn't be who I am. Like, where did you find that internal, you know, courage? Um, I think it it's um. It has to do with photography because um, in my final two final years of uh, high school, I studied photography at school, and we had to participate with um, with um, a contest, and the contest was called con contrast contrast, and you could choose whatever you wanted to do. You could choose old or young, rich or poor. But I wanted to step out of that box, and I I looked at my own 
arms and my my wrist is full of scars and i wanted to show the contrast between uh, an arm full of scars and an arm that is unharmed and i won the contest with that picture and there was wow. yeah a thousand people participated and my photo was a first prize and i think that, that was the beginning of my my courage because people acknowledge I, I got to see that people when you show them something when you show them something harsh at yeah. heart like self-harm if you confront them about it they actually they they can be really nice about it and that you don't have to be scared about opening yourself up about it and that's where i when i started realize when i realized that i don't have to hide myself and that i had to just get it out into the world and i think from that moment i started to out myself more mm -hmm. through photos or in my writing do you think that writing was was one of the first steps of you revealing just you know like you talk about hiding yourself especially in your stories even with you know silent society you were you were hiding yourself with you know long sleeves and everything do you think writing was your first way of really showing people you know who Lynn is yeah from to show who i am it really was through my writing especially uh, to the silent stories i i mean silent society stories um because it was the first story that i got out online that was about me hurting myself i i never quite shared something so personal about myself with a whole community yeah like i did it on tumblr but i had like i knew i had like two followers so i knew no one was going <laughs> to read it <laughs> so but online shora i knew like if i put it out now at least at least 10 people read it and yeah. i mean this it was a big step for me actually to post the silent society story but i'm glad i did because in did a lot of people can relate and I never thought so many people could relate and I think it's kind of sad that so many people can relate but yeah. I'm also glad so to let me know and them know that we're not alone in this like that. I, I would I would completely I, I felt that feeling too like sometimes I when I read the things people write on launcher I get a little it can feel sad that because you know so many of these people are you know 10 12 years younger than me and yeah when i was their age i was having different issues you know but like when i went to college there was a little i didn't know this until later but my first year of college i was my first two years of college i had like a um 
it wasn't consistent, but there was a lot of, there was long periods of loneliness and I had insomnia. I wasn't sleeping. I was at one point I was taking, you know, pills to go to sleep and yeah. I didn't think about it because in the moment it felt like what good is thinking about it going to do? You know, what good is it going to do? And then, but now when I read all these people opening up and sharing it, it makes me think that on, in one way it may, it, it's a little sad because it, it tells you what a stranger is really thinking that you, you know, you cross these people on the street, you see them, you know, in malls and in movie theaters, and you don't know what they're going through, but they find this place online where they don't know anyone and they want to share it. And in that way, I feel really good that at least they're opening up, you know, at least they're finding each other through, even if um, there's people, you know, you're sitting there in Belgium and there's people in, in Egypt and Brazil and Morocco and India and Philippines reading it and relating to it. And something that, you know, they wouldn't have had access to before. They wouldn't have been able to find that kind of connection before. So it's it's one of the things that I really want to help improve. You know, like there's one thing to give people a place to talk and to share what they feel and share their story. But how do we really, how do we help them improve and get better as they go? Like, you know, I think you remember we, we even did something with Mental Health Awareness Month where yeah. we asked people to write about, you know, telling each other you're wonderful. And it was one of the, you know, I didn't expect it to uh, be that popular. I just thought that, you know, some people are going to write and share. But a lot of people came out and and talked about it. And it was one of those things where I I was like, I wish we could do more of this. I wish we could figure out different ways of getting people to either just get someone to talk to or get any sort of professional help. And so I hope that as we go forward, we're able to figure out a way to do that. I, I think in a way you're already doing that with Lanshora because I think that now I'm 21 and I'm writing stories about when I was 16 and helping, so helping others. Yeah. But I think that when I was 16 and I discovered I when and I discovered Lanshora, like when I was 16 right now and I was still going through those things and I got to share my story on Lanshora and people would read it and would uh, react on it. It would really help me feel less alone. And I think that if if I couldn't if I had Lanshora when I was depressed, that it would have been easier because in a way you have someone or something. And when I was 16 or 17, I didn't have anything. And I think that if I had Lanshora, it would have really helped me. <laughs> that is a very nice thing to say. I, <laughs> I, really I hope people realize that I did not ask you to say that. <laughs> this wasn't, yeah, this no. wasn't planned. I wasn't no, no, giving wasn't. you a sign to do that. That, no. was, that was all you. No, I really, no, I mean, sweet. yeah. And I, and I, I hope that, I hope that we can 
definitely do that for others and yeah. and collectively you know like one of the things i really like to do and this would really start happening more now that the program is going to get bigger with these podcasts and things that i hope that we're able to give a voice to these ideas so people can tell me they can tell anyone you know other users they can go to the bar and talk about it but just tell me what we can do next or tell each other you know how you want to help the other person or just complete strangers i think that would be really i think that would be the next over the next yeah. year i really hope that we're able to do something even more impactful yeah so that's very nice of you to say no sir the um that that brings me to this question you were talking about you know where you found the courage to talk about this but what about what about just that inspiration to because you're not like i couldn't tell that english wasn't something you had studied you know like when you're yeah. writing you're writing really profound things you're you're saying things that not only are they powerful but they're really well constructed so how were you able to or how do you find like that aha like oh this is a good line like do you even feel that when you're writing or are you just like super <laughs> honest and nice to yourself we were like i can't believe i wrote something so amazing <laughs> no to be honest um i don't really know because i when i read i read in english also but when i read books i buy books in belgium that are english instead of dutch and one of my uh favorite books is winter girls by lori i don't know lori something okay and it's about it's about a girl and she has um anorexia and she does self-harm and when i was uh, self-harming that was one of the books i started reading and i think about that book a lot because that book showed me that uh, that there are other people who write about self-harm and stuff and um there's another writer i he's a he's a spoken poem artist that okay. i really look up to and he he has um it's rudy francisco and one of his poems the first poem i knew actually um from him is to to his new to the new boyfriend slash scars and he starts <laughs> he, he starts yeah. it's his poem with the question do you want to know how i got these scars yeah and that's what that's what i try to keep in mind because whenever i write i try to ask myself a question and in the process of writing i try to answer that question like the the line do you know how do you want to know how i got these scars that's actually mm, i don't know how to how to say it but i want it's like i want people to know how i got my scars 
and that actually so Rudy Francisco, the writer of that poem, poem, he's one of my biggest inspirations from writing. And I can't it's hard for me to, to tell you why, because it's just a stupid explanation about one sentence actually. That's okay. About one question. You can try. <laughs> yeah, but um like when I wrote um to the silent ones, it was it was like I was asking myself what I wanted the readers to know about my scars and my past and my thoughts. Yeah. And I tried to dig into my myself about that. And I don't know, I think that I kept Rudy Francisco in line because a lot, when I write and I get stuck, I try to listen to his poems again because he has a lot of them on YouTube and I always get back to him because there's always one, one word or one sentence that he says that can get me into the process of writing <laughs> and it's always something different yeah so it's it's kind of my biggest um inspiration <laughs> no that's very nice i'm i'm really i don't know how to say this i'm when i when i it's a really cliche thing to say because like a thousand people have said it already and i i almost read it everywhere online but it feels like I can only write when I am either falling in love or falling <laughs> apart. I hate that line. I, I hate think you've it. said that before. <laughs> yeah, you know, see, I, I see it everywhere online, but I only write about, about heartbreak or about me losing myself. First of all, you shouldn't worry about thinking that you only write when you're in one of those spaces. Because yeah. what you're talking about are essential elements of a human life, you know? We're either, I think we're either, we're either growing or we're, or we're staying the same. And it's better to mm -hmm. grow. And you cannot grow if you're not, if you're not falling down and getting back up, you know? And yeah. that part of your journey and whatever you end up sharing it is always going to, it's definitely always going to help you to write about it, but it will help yeah. so many other people that you don't even know. You know, like so many strangers already relate to so much you write about. And as far as writing about love, like I'm the last person to stop someone from writing about love. I, I write more about love than I have been in love. It's, it's one of those <laughs> things where it's just, it's one of those hum those experiences that you that when when you're in it it really does become like it was always it was always there and that's why when you're out of it it feels so heavy because yeah. it's like a really friendly virus that is really friendly until it's not yeah. <laughs> and that's Till why it's, it's not, there's yeah. so much to explore there. 
what would you like to say to any of the other Lynn's out there that could be listening to this? I, I think just that you should know that you, you don't have to be afraid of anything. Not of life, not of yourself, not of boys who will break your heart or girls who will break your heart or mothers or fathers that will break your heart. You don't have to be afraid because it will, ha it will happen and it will suck <laughs> and it will get better. <laughs> so I just, I hope, be, I know it's human to be afraid and it's, it's normal to be afraid. But you shouldn't let it consume you and shouldn't let it eat you up like I did to myself three years ago. So because you will get out of it, of the of the fear of living. Yeah, that's very nice. <laughs> I, it almost sounds like you wrote that down beforehand. <laughs> no, I can, I can guarantee out. that you did not because I can see you and you were not reading from a piece of paper. No. So that's very beautiful. <laughs> Thank you for listening to episode one of Story Talking. We release a new episode every Saturday. And make sure you check out episode two where I'll be talking to our next featured storyteller, Jessica Day.